He decided to take spring break on us. So joining me today on the program is the jack of all trades himself, Drake Dyken. I am Parker Thune here with you on Steelman and Thune at noon. Drake, it's not often we get to do a show together. I'm always pleased when we do. How you doing on a Wednesday? I'm excellent. Happy hump day, Parker. This hour of the program brought to you by Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Whether you're looking to repair, replace, or maintain your air conditioning system, call Lasher. Family-owned and operated, servicing the greater Oklahoma City area since 2007. 405-579-3113 for all your heating and air needs. And if you want to chime in throughout the show, hit the Air Comfort Solutions text line. 405-651-3439. 405-651-3439. And as the calendar now turns to March, as we are on the precipice of the dawn of spring ball at the University of Oklahoma, here's what I want to know today. What are you most worried about as it pertains to Oklahoma football in 2023? Because I think we've got reason to believe that a lot of the issues that Oklahoma suffered from last year on the gridiron are going to be remedied in year two under Brent Menables. The linebacker depth is better. You have two outstanding running backs that are each going to be able to shoulder a portion of the load. It feels like the Sooners are simply going to be luckier than they were a year ago in that they're not going to have the ability to lose all five one-possession games that they play. But still, I want to know, what are you most concerned about? What is your preeminent concern as it pertains to OU football in the year of our Lord, 2023. Drake, let's get started with your Wade Electric Sooner Weekly Update because there is a lot going on in and around Ooh, boy, howdy, is the there? campus of the University of Oklahoma over the next few days. Women's basketball has senior night tonight versus Kansas State at 6 p.m. Tickets are $5. Going to be celebrating three seniors, Taylor Robertson, Ani Anusa, and Maddie Williams. Dang, Ani Anusa's been around forever, man. Yeah. If this tells you anything, Ana Yanusa and I were in the same high school graduating class. There we go. So Ana Yanusa had a long and distinguished career at the University of Oklahoma, tying a bow on it this evening at the Lloyd Noble Center. And, of course, it's it's been fun to see her this year fully healthy. Well, It has been say, a long time. I should say uh, you, there were times at the beginning of the season to where even if she was 100% healthy mentally, she didn't – you could tell – and Jenny had said this a few times, didn't quite believe in her knee just yet. Um, but there's been a huge difference this year, adding her into the fold and having her be healthy. Because beginning of last year, I mean, far and away, she was the best player on the roster. And then that knee injury happens. And, I mean, that was still a good team last year, but they're even better with her on the court. Obviously. And, of course, you have the most prolific three-point shooter in the history of the women's game at the collegiate level in Taylor yeah. Robertson, fifth-year senior. And Maddie Williams, who overall has been one of the most dominant scorers of the last decade at times for Oklahoma. Uh, most Has the single-game record for women's basketball, too, at OU. So. The home opener for your number one-ranked Sooner softball team is Friday. You're going to be taking on UIC at 3 p.m. and then Kentucky at 5.30, so a little two-for-one action. Friday night, your number one ranked women's gymnastics team takes on the number two team in the country, the Florida Gators, at 7.45 p.m. A rematch from last year, too. So $5 tickets at the Lloyd Noble Center. $5 tickets. Then, of course, on Saturday, 
You've got the OU women's rowing team taking on Tulsa and UCO at 9 a.m. Admission is free to that one. Men's basketball has Senior Day versus TCU at the LNC at 2 p.m. Tickets are $10 there. Softball back in action Saturday as they take on Kentucky at 3 p.m. and UIC at 5.30. Number one ranked men's gymnastics program taking on number five Michigan at McCaslin Fieldhouse at 6 p.m. Senior night for men's gymnastics. And then on Sunday, you got rowing back in action in OKC versus Kansas State at 10 a.m., free admission. And OU women's tennis hosting Wichita State at 1 p.m. at the Headington Family Tennis Center. Also at 1 p.m. and admission is free. For tickets, visit Soonersports.com. This Sooner Weekly Update is brought to you by Wade Electric, your trusted electrical experts. For your home or business, contact them at 405-329-1940. Now, I'm somewhat conflicted, Drake. Because OU men's basketball is in Bramlage Coliseum this evening to take on Kansas State. That's right. On the one hand, and we get this a lot on the text line, why are you still talking about men's basketball? They're clearly not making the tournament. And I guess I'm not trying to inject hopium here, but at the same time. Hopium, that's the first one for me. Oh, you've never heard that one before? No, 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 no. Oh, man. I love that. So the Sooners are 14-15 in the regular season. At their best, they've been really good. They throttled number one Alabama 93-69 to at the Lloyd Noble Center. But at times, they've also been really bad, i.e. that victory over Alabama came as their lone win in a stretch in which they lost seven of eight basketball games. Yeah. So the, the low point probably being that home bedlam game immediately after the Bama win. The highest of highs and the lowest of lows all within the span of a week for OU men's basketball. They visit the number 11 team in the nation in Kansas State, a team that they beat at the LNC, Drake. And so, yes, the Sooners are 14 and 15. Yes, the overwhelming odds is that they do not make the tournament. However, one of the things that we've continued to discuss over the last couple of weeks is that, A, it truly feels like anybody can win the Big 12 tournament because that's how deep this league is. I wouldn't put money on Oklahoma. I'm just saying there's a ton of parity in the league. And, B, if there's a team that's going to earn an at-large berth with as many as 16 losses, which has never happened before in college basketball to my knowledge, it's probably a team that's going to come from the Big 12 in the year 2023. So... I guess you haven't quite written the epitaph for Porter Moser and OU basketball in terms of their tournament hopes. The odds are overwhelmingly slim. But if you do not win against Kansas State this evening in Bramlage Coliseum, you will not finish the 2023 regular season with a winning record. You will have no path to do so. You'll be sitting at 14-16 and 16 with only senior day against TCU this Saturday remaining on your schedule. So, I ask you, Drake, as someone who has watched a lot of OU basketball up close and in person this year. I got a pretty what, good seat for it. it. What do you make of this team? What do you make of this season? Because, again, highest of highs, lowest of lows, wrapped in consistency. And at the end of it all, you're a you're a reasonably close to 500 team at season's end, much like Oklahoma was a year ago. Last year, they won a couple games in Kansas City, 
upset Baylor, which at that time was a top-five team in the country and the defending national champion, and they end up the second team out of the field of 68. Their resume, their case isn't quite as good this year, but is there a chance, as small as it may be, that OU still finds their way into the field of 68? There is, but it's going to take a lot, and it's going to take a lot of what we haven't necessarily seen since Big 12 play started, and that's them playing consistent basketball. And that's the thing to me is that this is just not a consistent basketball. You haven't seen this team gel even as much as what you saw eventually at the end of the year last year with guys like Emotion Gibson, EJ Harkless, even though he was hurt last year at the end of the season. It just hasn't gelled in the same way that you got at the end of the year last year where they went on it that run that gave them the opportunity to at least be one of the first two teams out of the tournament last year. So for me, I mean, you look at what they have left, Kansas State tonight, you've got TCU on Saturday, you win those two games, you give yourself an opportunity to win two or three games in the Big 12 tournament, and you are probably it's it's going to be hard for the committee to look at that resume even with the doldrums the troughs that you've seen in big 12 play of how bad this team has been at times to keep them out of the ncaa tournament because of the fact that if you go and beat to because what's tcu ranked right 22nd in the nation you beat two top 25 teams to end the year you sweep K-State, who's a top 15 team, mm-hmm. and those are both going to be quad one wins, and then you go into the Big 12 tournament, you're probably going to be matched up against, in all likelihood, against OSU in that 10-7 matchup, unless Tech loses out and you win out, then you sneak into that 8-9 game. You avenge that loss against OSU, those two losses against OSU. You knock out a bubble team right there that is technically ahead of you. Not even technically. They are ahead of you, according to Joe Lenardi. And then you're going to beat probably a couple more quad one teams en route to making the Big 12 championship game. To me... That's what OU has to do. You have to go win two or three games in Kansas City in addition to winning out these last two games. I wonder if old Mo Gibson's having some second thoughts, man. Because he's averaging 16.6 points per game right now for yeah. a DePaul team that's 9-20. and 20. Yeah. I, that's the, the one thing that Mo wanted to do is the one thing that he got the opportunity to do at the end of the last year, and that was be – on ball more so because that's what he would be at the next level at the NBA just because of his size. And really, that's kind of what helped spark OU at the end of the year last year. But, yeah, I'm sure there is quite a bit. And just think about how different this team could be if you had EJ Harkless, who's, I think, averaging like 16 points, 5-5, and and then three steals a game for UNLV. And then Emoja Gibson, who's still around that 15, 16 point range. Like, think about how different this team could look with those two guys on. That's that's kind of the big thing to me is all the departures that happen after Long Kruger retired, Porter Moser comes in. It's no fault of necessarily Long Kruger when he retired, but it was 
ill-timed with the way that basketball was changing and that collegiate sports was changing with the transfer portal and with NIL. And that's what's made it – I mean, look at the roster from Long Kruger's last year to Porter Moser's first year to Porter Moser's second year. You've got one guy. One guy. Jalen Hill, that was a Long Kruger recruit that is still on roster right now. Just in two years. That's unbelievable. The roster turnover has been the biggest problem because basketball is probably the sport that if you don't have bona fide superstars, you need to have that team atmosphere, team continuity to where guys just congeal and learn how to work together. And it's been much more of a, I don't want to say a mercenary atmosphere, but kind of that mercenary free agent atmosphere the last couple of years because of the way that they've had to patchwork a team together. And Porter's such a polarizing coach, right? And we've seen this in the past. Guys either love his style or they hate it. And so Porter, even more so than the typical college basketball coach, is going to need to have his guys in order to cultivate sustainability in terms of assembling a roster. And that's going to be the challenge going forth in the era of the transfer portal. But it really is astonishing to me, Drake, just how similar this Oklahoma basketball team's season arc has been to that of Oklahoma football this past fall. Because you just look over this schedule, man, how many games could so easily have gone the other way? That season opener loss yeah. versus Sam Houston, one-point loss. Texas beat Oklahoma. Number six Texas beat Oklahoma by one point in Norman and by two points in Austin. Yeah, with a buzzer beater. Iowa State came to Norman and won that game by three points. Kansas rallied from double digits down at Allen Fieldhouse to win by four. Baylor won 62-60. to at the Lloyd Noel Center. So the amount of one possession games that Oklahoma just hasn't been able to come out on top in. They've only won a single one possession game all year. And that was the 77 to 76 victory over West Virginia in which the Mountaineers hit a three-pointer at the buzzer. So realistically, that's yeah. that's and only a one possession game in the most technical sense of the which word. Which also you could kind of count if you wanted to that tech win as well in Lubbock because that was that did go into overtime. So for a great portion of that the end of that game, that was obviously a one possession game. So yeah. Villanova in non conference play, same deal. Oklahoma yeah. went up to Pennsylvania and lost that game by four points. So it's it's just been a case of far away so close for Porter Moser and this OU basketball team, much as it was in year one for Brent Venables and the OU football team. And it it's a year to where your team – you have the smallest amount of room for error that you've ever had possibly in the Big 12 when it comes to men's basketball too. With the way that this – how competitive this conference is top to bottom. And the fact that, I mean, there's been projections put out there that the 7 to 10 teams, if they were just in, like, the SEC or the Pac-12, that these teams would probably, if not be in first place, be second or third, just according to how it is that they've done as far as, like, the 
uh, what is it, the uh, basketball power index rankings and everything. So it's it's been a tough year in basketball for OU fans to watch. I know it's still a – whenever they're playing well, that's the thing. It's a super fun team to watch, but it's been so infrequent the last six weeks of the season. So you still have opportunities to go make the tournament. You have a lot of work that needs to be done, but that's because you didn't take care of as much business as you need to the last six weeks of the season. So buckle up, Buttercup, because if you're going to get yourself into the tournament, now's the time. Number 11, Kansas State tonight at 7 p.m. for OU Men's Basketball. Number 22, TCU on Saturday at 2 p.m. Senior Day at the Lloyd Noble Center. It's March. Spring football is upon us. It is three weeks away to the day. Wednesday, March 22nd is when things will get rolling for Brent Venables and his football program as they open spring practices at Oklahoma. We are just getting started here on a Wednesday. Steelman and Thune at noon. Parker Thune and Drake Dyken here with you until 2 p.m. It'll be myself and Tyler McComas from 2 to 3 with Locked In. And then you got Tyler and Travis Davidson to take you home on the rush from 3 to 6. Big day ahead here on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Keep it here on the Home of Sooner Fans. This hour of the Steelman and Thune at Noon Show is brought to you by Lasher Home Comfort Systems, family-owned and operated and serving the OKC Metro since 2007. For all your heat and air needs, call Lashers at 405-579-3113. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. See your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Oklahoma City Auto Show, March 3rd through 5th at OKC Fairgrounds. Featuring 2023 cars and trucks, ride in electric vehicles on the indoor EV track. See the classic car drive-in theater exhibit and exotic cars. 5K and kids run. Play mini golf benefiting the Genesis Project. First responders touch a truck. Buy one, get one free coupons at OnCue. Info at OKCAutoShow.org. The Oklahoma City Auto Show, March 3rd through 5th, Bennett Event Center. Need to upgrade your Kubota equipment but want to make sure you're getting the best deal? Great Plains Kubota helps you save when purchasing select Kubota tractors such as the legendary L2501 with a trailer. Plus, get even more discounts when you purchase implements with your Kubota. Come check out our package prices for great deals at Great Plains Kubota. When you want more than just a Kubota, you need the brand that serves. Great Plains Kubota. Visit gpkubota.com for the location nearest you. When the game is on the line, you need a team that you can count on. When injuries occur, you can count on the one team that knows sports medicine. Norman Regional's Ortho Central is your premier team of orthopedic specialists. With five highly trained orthopedic surgeons, three fellowship trained sports medicine physicians, and locations in Norman, Newcastle, and Midwest City, we'll work hard to get you back in the game. Ortho Central, number one in sports medicine and orthopedic care. Call 405-360-6764 and schedule an appointment today. What is dedication? My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. 
from the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night and every moment in between. I think a parent's job is to protect our children but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Are you frustrated with rising insurance costs or confused about your insurance coverage? At Rightway Insurance, each one of their clients is given a dedicated team of experts that work with you to address all of your insurance concerns. They are an independent insurance company that offers personal and business coverage. Rightway Insurance, 405-607-6014. Or request a free online quote at rightwayinsurance.com. That's Rightway Insurance at 405-607-6014. Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that split second, her life changes forever. The toll of breast cancer is great. The need to support those who are battling the disease today is even greater. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. United by hope, we can end breast cancer. Join our fight, save lives. Hi, this is Lisa Talley, broker and owner of Aria Real Estate Group. Aria Real Estate Group is Norman's premier full-service commercial and residential real estate brokerage and leasing and management firm. With our team of real estate agents, specialized property managers, and in-house maintenance team, Aria is here for you in every capacity. Whether you're a seller, a buyer, an investor, or a renter, we can help. Please explore our website at ariagroupok.com. Aria Real Estate Group, the gold standard of real estate. Steel Man and Thune here on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Coma Sooner fans, no Steely today. Parker Thune, Drake Dyken here with you. The Air Comfort Solutions text line always available. 405-651-3439 if you want to chime in. You got, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. I'm going to say this. I don't know if I'm the only one that feels this way, Drake. I understand we have a lot of hosts throughout the day. Everybody handles the text line differently. For me... Start y'all y'all gotta start adding your names when you text because I want to be able to refer to each of you on a first name basis. Saying the nine one eight or the four oh five or the five eight zero could be could be dozens upon dozens upon dozens of y'all. So add a name. Feels more personal. Enables me to feel like I know you all. Even if we've only ever interacted via the Air Comfort Solutions text line. If you have questions about spring football, again, Three weeks away now, March 22nd is when it kicks off for Oklahoma. If you have questions about spring ball, fire away. We had one listener hit the text line and say, Parker, what could we expect from Megwa, the transfer running back? That would be a Mecca Megwa, former four-star recruit in the class of 2021, spent the first year of his collegiate career at Washington, suffered a knee injury, decided to transfer to Oklahoma, as a preferred walk-on, and now enters a situation at OU where he's just another guy in a very crowded backfield with Javante Barnes and Gavin Sawchuk, seemingly the two-headed monster at the top. Marcus Major is still around, Drake. He's still here. I I don't know if yeah. I mean the the assistants 
whether it be Lebby, DeMarco Murray have been very vocal, like, yeah, he's still somebody that's in the mix. So you hope, since he's a Oklahoma kid and that you've seen those sparks, that he can put it together for a full season. But, yeah, I mean, you have you have that but at the end of any sentence that begins with Marcus Major. Exactly. And it feels like there have been those that have – raved about him behind closed doors, whether in spring ball or in fall camp for year after year after year after year now. And we see flashes from Marcus Major. That's the thing. It's never just he goes invisible for an entire season. No, you see flashes. You think back to the Red River Showdown in 2020 where he had a big touchdown run. Uh, early in the season last year, he was really trending toward being the lead back in the backfield. Yeah, especially the Well, I shouldn't game. say lead back, but the – and the lead handcuff. The backfield was always Eric Gray's, but he was outpacing Javante Barnes in terms yep. of touches throughout the first three, four games. And then Barnes really hits his stride, rushes for 100 yards in Fort Worth against TCU, and that kind of solidified him as the main handcuff to Gray for the remainder of the year. So also, Marcus Major injuries really derailed Marcus Major's season last year. Too, and that they so. did. He's now a fifth-year senior. It's pretty much now or never for that kid. You got a couple of talented true freshmen in Caleb Hicks and Dalen Smothers, both of whom just look really impressive physically. Drake, Caleb Hicks, that dude packs a punch for being as compact as he is. Uh, he's a physical, tough runner. He's got moves in the open field. I don't know how much he contributes in year one because I think he got Barnes and Sawchuck at the top of the depth chart. And honestly, if somebody challenges Major, if somebody steps up to challenge him as the number three back, and as we've seen in the past, there's something to be said for the number three back at Oklahoma. I think most conspicuously Ramondre Stevenson in 2019, who rushed for over 600 yards that year as option number three in the running back room, option number four in the running game when you factor in Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Um, if there is somebody that steps up and challenges Marcus Major for that duty, I think it's Dalen Smothers, the true freshman. Really, really like Dalen Smothers. Um, that listener says, thanks for the response on Megwa. I'm EJ, by the way, from Louisiana. Boomer. Look at that. We got a Louisiana listener. I, I See, there EJ, look at that. Never knew that. Never knew 318 was a Louisiana area code. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I, I haven't researched I did that, look but. it up. It's uh, northern Louisiana. Okay, so, there yeah. you go. Well, call us the Worldwide Network. That's right. The Worldwide. Well, no, how do we how do we brand this? Sooner Sooner fans worldwide. Uh, the home of Sooner fans. The international worldwide. home of Sooner fans. There yes, there, there you is. go. Yeah. The We've international home of Sooner fans. Um, Sugar Shane in Newcastle says Sawchuck and Marnes will have multiple 300-plus combined yard games next year. For the 913, that would be Cole and KC. How's Kobe McKenzie looking? Haven't heard a lot about him lately. And you know it's interesting, Drake, because Brent Venables did not express a ton of confidence in terms of his linebacker depth when we got the chance to catch up with him a couple of weeks ago. And... It is widely presumed that your three starters at the position are going to be Jaron Canick, Danny Stutzman, Desan McCullough, who's going to play Cheetah. Beyond that, you have Kip Lewis, you have Shane Witter, and you have Kobe McKenzie. Lewis and McKenzie both redshirted last year, so they're both redshirt freshmen heading into 2023. And I think, and Venables himself said it, look, we really can't afford to lose anybody. 
you got a talented trio of true freshmen coming in, in Lewis Carter, Samuel Masigo, and Phil Pachotti. But he said, we cannot afford to lose anybody. We would not like to lose anybody at linebacker. And Kobe McKenzie, I think, is one of those guys that can have an understated impact on this program if he's able to take the next step and be a viable option off the bench at linebacker for Oklahoma because you can't have three guys playing 85-plus percent of the snaps a year ago like you did with Stutzman and Deshaun White and David Aguebu. So I'm intrigued by Kobe McKenzie, and I think whether or not he takes the leap is going to be very indicative of what Oklahoma has depth-wise at their disposal on defense as a whole. From the 918, if you had to guess, who would our starting O-line be by the end of spring? Well, we've talked about this before. Drake, tell me if I'm wrong, or tell me if you disagree. Walter Rouse is still recovering from a torn labrum. I expect him to start at offensive tackle. Jacob Sexton, obviously, still recovering from the ACL injury that he suffered in the bowl game. I We're not entirely sure whether he's going to be 100% ready in time for fall camp. So, for my money, here's what your starting offensive line looks like day one in 2023. I think your tackles are Walter Rouse and Tyler Guyton. I think your guards are Savion Bird and Caleb Schaefer. And I think your starting center is Andrew Rain. Any beef with those selections? No. I, I think those are the five. I mean, like you said, uh, Jacob Sexton is obviously a guy that you would have probably slated into that spot when it comes to that left tackle position before he got hurt in the bowl game. And you, I don't know. To me, I think it's a fair question to ask whether or not Walter Rouse ends up at the University of Oklahoma if Jacob Sexton doesn't get hurt in the bowl game. And to where it would be very much in the air, up in the air, whether or not he'd be ready for not only fall camp, but the beginning of the season next year as well. So, I think that Savion Bird, I mean, he had that nasty streak that you could just clearly, so clearly see in the bowl game last year. Uh, Schaefer, not really sure anything about him. I'll trust your judgment on that. Tyler Guyton, I know that both Teddy and Gabe, both very high on Tyler Guyton and the athleticism that he possesses and what it is that he could possibly be capable of. They've both talked about that he could possibly be Anton Harrison is that guy in this year's uh, NFL draft class. They talk about Tyler Guyton possibly being the next OU tackle that could possibly be a first-rounder under Bill Biedenboe. Um And Andrew Ram, I mean, he's been the guy the last couple of years since uh, Creed Humphrey left, and it's just a, been a matter of is he going to be healthy or not? And – he hasn't been able to stay even games even last year he stayed in up until the bowl game but he was playing banged up the entire season last year so can he stay healthy can he keep himself healthy enough to where he can be close to 100 percent for the entire season and i think that he'll be the day one starter keep the texts rolling on the air comfort solutions text line 405-651-3439 i want to know what questions do you have 
as we head into the month of March with spring football on the horizon? And what concerns do you have? What What is your greatest concern as it pertains to OU football in the year 2023? Add your name in the texts so we can save them. I see texts from Jared, Greg from Blanchard. See, it's great to know everybody's name. We're having a wonderful Wednesday here on the Ref Sports Radio Network. More texts, more OU spring football talk coming up next when we return on the Home of Sooner Fans. Keep it here. The word is spreading, and the Ref Army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network, and worldwide on the KREF app. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno is family-owned and operated, and they take pride in providing a no-pressure, friendly sales process with excellent service. Now you can't beat that. Be sure to check out the lineups for Buick and GMC and get top dollar for your trade. So take a little drive to big savings. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno, or dorsey-jonesbuickgmc.com. It's not a game of inches, it's a game of edges. And who has it? Pitcher or batter? Catcher or runner? Power or finesse? Bring it up! And you can unhitch the wagon while you're at it! All the edges come together right here on your home for Oklahoma baseball. Catch the entire 2023 season right here on the Ref 1400 AM, 99.3 FM, and on the go on the KREF app. The home of Sooner fans and your flagship station for Sooner baseball. Don't miss your chance to catch the number one ranked Oklahoma Sooners softball team this spring. The Omni Hall of Fame Classic Tournament at USA Softball Hall of Fame Stadium in OKC will take place March 17th through the 19th. Tickets start at just $20 and are available now at Soonersports.com slash tickets. full of anchors meant to keep you in place but the good news is that it's also full of things that remind you not to let them so every time you raise a pacifico let it be a reminder to live life anchors up diane from michigan a disabled senior citizen trying to get by Henry from Florida, a veteran fighting to make ends meet. Elena from Arizona, a mother struggling to feed her daughter. Hi, I'm Connie Britton, and I support Feeding America because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year, like Diane, Henry, and Elena. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America, 200 food banks strong. With custom signs and graphics from Fast Signs, you can say anything. Invite the world to discover that thing that makes your business unmistakably yours. Make your statement in lights or metal on a van, across the windows. Make it unforgettable. Together, anything is possible. Bright ideas, brilliantly executed, can turn the mundane into the marvelous. Transforming your space begins at our place. Power your business visibility and make your statement with Fast Signs. Call Fast Signs of Norman, 405-701-2890. Don't you wish your life came with a warning app? Stop. That dog does not want to be petted. <laughs> a heads up before something bad happens. You should not send that text. Uh-oh. 
Life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but prediabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can reverse prediabetes and prevent or delay type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Caring for an aged loved one can be challenging. Let us help your family. At Arbor House Assisted Living and Memory Care in Norman, we offer a safe and loving environment with a full-time licensed nurse, medication assistance, emergency call system, along with housekeeping and laundry services. Come tour our beautiful community. Call 405-292-9200 or visit us online at arborhouseliving.com. We want to help your family so you can be part of ours. It is Steelman and Thune at noon on a Wednesday. Parker Thune, Drake Dyken here with you. If you tuned in for the Steelman, my apologies. He's not in today. Will not be in for the rest of the week. We'll catch up with him again next Monday. This hour of the program brought to you by Lasher Home Comfort Systems. 405-579-3113 for all your heating and air needs across the greater Oklahoma City area. Family owned and operated since 2007. The Air Comfort Solutions text line is blowing up. I love getting to know everybody's name. You guys have been phenomenal thus far on the text line. And you got plenty of compelling questions regarding OU Spring Football. And we're going to get to a lot of them over the next hour and a half. So keep them coming. If you don't get your question answered, keep sending it. This is the nature of the text line. We get that, we get bogged down quickly. So if we miss your text, it's not because we hate you. It's not because you're blocked. It's just because that's the type of volume that we're dealing with here. Also, don't necessarily resend that same text because I don't know how you operate the text line, but for me, Parker – it's I work from the bottom down, so the oldest text message up is the way that I try to operate. Ah, so you're a whatever, smarter man than me. Whenever right? you resend that text, it just puts you right back to the top of the list. So it's going to take even longer, at least for me, the way that I operate it, and the way that I know TJ does it as well in the mornings because we've talked about it. To get to it. See, Drake is more systematic than me. I just see a text, I read a text. There's no rhyme or reason A little bit more it. squirrel. Uh, yeah, exactly. Th- squirrel. Yeah, that's your squirrel. format. Yeah. Oh, man. To the text line, we go. From Jared. Parker, take more recruiting trips to northeast Louisiana. You should know that's the 318, but don't speed in Rodessa. They'll get you every time just past the border, speaking from experience. I haven't spent a whole lot of time in the state of Louisiana. I don't really want to spend a whole lot of time in the state of Louisiana. It's no knock on Louisiana. It's just not my speed. Vegas isn't my speed either. A lot of people like Vegas. I'm not a huge fan. Las Vegas Sooner is probably typing up another text right now to tell me how wrong I am. But look, it's just that is my perspective on Vegas. Uh, from a listener in the 918, you think any of the young tight ends will emerge in the spring and compete with Stogner? That is Gunner from Grove. Great to meet you, Gunner. When you're talking about the young tight ends right now, you're primarily discussing Caden Helms and Jason Llewellyn because you have Blake Smith via the transfer portal coming in from Texas A&M. He's a veteran, blocking first guy, probably not going to have a huge role as a pass catcher. 
and Cade McIntyre doesn't join the program until June. But as far as challenging Austin Stogner, I think the guy that has the ideal physical characteristics to be able to step up and challenge Stogner. And to be clear, I think Stogner's your starter. I don't think there's anybody close to his level in terms of their overall pass-catching ability. I I think the one guy in that room that's got the highest ceiling in terms of his ability to be able to compete with Stogner for snaps is probably Caden Helms. You're talking about a guy that's every inch of six foot five in the neighborhood of 220, 225 pounds and has speed. Played wide receiver in high school. So the dude can run. He's a downfield threat, vertical threat. Now, Jason Llewellyn is a lot bigger of a body. He's also six foot five, but he's in the neighborhood of 260 pounds. So in those two, I think you have a pair of tight ends that complement each other's skill sets nicely. Uh, Lloyd from the 405. Since we're in March, who do you think will be the first commitment for OU? We had another question earlier, uh, kind of asking the virtually the same question. Does Oklahoma have a commit by the first of next week? Here's what I will say. I think, yes, Oklahoma has a commit by this time next week. I do not think that commit is public yet, if you catch my drift. The Sooners are hosting a whole bunch of highly regarded visitors this weekend on the recruiting trail. Big junior day for Oklahoma coming up. I think they get a commitment. I don't think that commitment is public yet. Okay, so here's a follow-up question. Do they have a commitment right now that isn't public? No, they do not. Okay. I'm comfortable just answering that straight up. No, OU, OU does not have a silent commit. As of this moment, but I think they're, I think they're going to get one on Saturday. I don't know who, but I think there are enough of these guys that are trending towards shutting down their recruitments early, and enough guys that are high enough on OU that I do believe this weekend will result in at least one commitment. Now, how quickly that is announced, I do not know. It's never that easy to yep. tell. Uh, from the four hundred five, this is Joe from Guthrie. Who is responsible for the development of Stogner? Is it Joe John or Shane Beamer? Well, it, if you're talking about development up to this point, I would say, quite honestly, most of the credit has to go to Shane Beamer just because Beamer has coached him for three years. Finley has only coached him for one. And Stogner's best statistical season came in 2020, despite the fact that he dealt with a sepsis bout that year that held him out for what five six games he was incredibly productive made some huge plays for that offense was leading Oklahoma in most major receiving categories at the time of the injury that was there's a reason that was the Kansas game he got hurt right it was the Kansas game yeah now there there's a reason that Austin Stogner transferred to go play for Shane Beamer it's because he loves Shane Beamer man in fact that there was some belief that Austin Stogner was going to follow Shane Beamer to South Carolina a year earlier than he did. Now, ultimately, he elected to stay at Oklahoma for his junior year before he headed out to rendezvous with Beamer and Spencer Rattler in Columbia. But 
Austin Stogner loves himself from Shane Beamer. However, he loves the University of Oklahoma a little bit more. So he's back for a fifth year. He's going to be the go-to guy. He's your Braden Willis this season. I think Austin Stogner is going to have a big year. And to be honest, I think in terms of his overall all-around skill set, he's got more potential to be a big-time contributor in this offense than Braden Willis does. And I say that I say that as an enormous fan of Braden Willis's game. That is no knock on Braden Willis whatsoever. Just I think Austin Stogner is that good, and he's that dude. Well, and I think that if you would have asked that question this time last year too, would the better option be for Austin Sogner to still be on this roster or have Braden Willis be the number one tight end? You probably would have said the same thing too then because it was a – I mean, the season that Braden Willis had last year was nothing short of incredible in terms of the strides they made in – improving his draft stock and turning himself into honestly turning himself into a guy that could be drafted this year and probably will be drafted. And a lot of credit goes to him for him working as, you know, what off a lot of credit goes to the system that Jeff Levy and Joe John Finley put in place to highlight his assets as well too, though. We are answering your spring football questions on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Keep them rolling. I'm going to have to break out my auctioneer voice, I think, coming up next as we get ready to close out the 12 o'clock hour. Keep firing away on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Include your name. Parker Thune, Drake Dyken here with you on the Home of Sooner fans. The ref tackling all the relevant topics with Oklahoma spring football just three weeks away. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. You're simply the best. This March, the best place to play is here at Riverwind. Because we're OKC's number one casino experience. And with over 2,800 of your favorite games. Plus the best atmosphere and service. Riverwind really is your best place to play. Because you won't find better than number one. Hey Sooners, did you know you can use your IRA or 401k to support OU while seeking above average returns? Boyd Street Ventures supports OU in Oklahoma by creating economic opportunities for students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Boyd Street Ventures invests in innovative startups by providing initial investments, strategic guidance, operational support, and help in raising additional capital to launch a company. Boyd Street Ventures can help you through the process of Sooners empowering Sooners and investing in OU innovation. For more info, go to BoydStreetVentures.com. Are you in need of purchasing your own health insurance? Are you turning 65 and confused about Medicare? Are you an employer looking at offering benefits to your staff? Call the agents at Allison Insurance. They'll sort through the confusion. They're not captive to just one company, and they'll get the best option for you. Don't get frustrated. Call Allison Insurance at 800-580-5587 or 745-2968. Allison Insurance. They are the experts. Every three hours, somebody's hit by a train in the United States. Many of these incidents involve new drivers. A train hitting your car would be like this hammer hitting a full can of soda. What? 
actually taught me a train hitting your car would be like a car crushing a soda can with you and all your passengers inside. Pay attention to crossing signs and warning signals and always expect the train at any railroad crossing. Go check out our full video and enter to win prizes at oli.org slash drivesafe. More Norman Technology Center is a leader in workforce development for Oklahoma. High school students involved in technical education show strong graduation rates and are ready for employment in industry, for college, or both. Each year, over 90% of MNTC graduates work in their chosen fields and quickly begin contributing to Oklahoma's tax base. Your MNTC investment continually generates solid returns for your community and for the state. Call 405-801-5000 to learn more about More Norman Technology Center elevating our economy. Hey y'all, I'm Blake Shelton. Being from Oklahoma, I know a thing or two about natural disasters. Tornadoes are common where I'm from and have affected my life and the lives of people I care about. No matter where you live, be aware of the dangers in your area and have a plan. You can create an emergency kit, come up with an evacuation plan, and know where to seek shelter. You never know when a disaster may hit. These simple steps can help save a life. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Sooner Nation, the OU women's gymnastics season is underway, and your defending national champions need your support inside the Lloyd Noble Center. The number one ranked Sooners will host a national championship rematch. You won't want to miss against number two ranked Florida on March 3rd. These two teams have combined for an incredible eight NCAA team championships in the last 10 years. For tickets to see the best show in town, visit Soonersports.com slash tickets and secure your seats today. Boomer Sooner. I'm Ben Affleck, and I want to thank you for joining me and supporting Paralyzed Veterans of America. I joined the Navy to serve my country while parachuting with my platoon. My parachute didn't open, and I broke my neck. Thanks to PVA, Paralyzed Veterans are getting specialized medical care and treatments, the jobs they want, and the accessible vehicles and homes they need. I just don't think my family would be as happy as they are without the support that I received from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Learn more at pva.org. I know this sounds crazy, but at First Liberty Bank in Norman, we answer the phone. Yes, we're serious, and we provide personal face-to-face -face customer service when you need it. Go ahead and try it. Call us at 405-561-0300. We'll promptly answer the phone, and you'll hear us say, Welcome to First Liberty Bank. How may I help you? Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Bank like a champion today at First Liberty Bank. Need to upgrade your Kubota equipment, but want to make sure you're getting the best deal? Great Plains Kubota helps you save when purchasing select Kubota tractors, such as the legendary L2501, with a trailer. Plus, get even more discounts when you purchase implements with your Kubota. Come check out our package prices for great deals at Great Plains Kubota. When you want more than just a Kubota, you need the brand that serves. Great Plains Kubota. Visit gpkubota.com for the location nearest you. Steelman and Thune rolls on here on the ref. Parker Thune, Drake Dyken here with you today on a Wednesday afternoon. The Air Comfort Solutions text line continues to pop off, 405-651-3439. We're doing our best to answer as many spring football questions today as possible. It is the 1st of March. We're three weeks out from spring ball starting up on March 22nd. 
Let's go right back to the text line. Here's some mule shoe shade. This is fun. I love having a head coach who I know 100% would go visit his player who is hospitalized fighting something serious. Referring, of course, to the Austin Stogner situation back in 2020, Drake. Um, I had one to that- be fair. You know, he had a lot of things uh, on his mind then that he was trying to sort through. So, that was... like trying to find a house in California. No, that was twenty twenty. To... Yeah. Oh, it was twenty twenty, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, right. if it was that premeditated, yeah, yeah, oh boy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Johnny from UConn asks for both of you out of the freshmen who makes the biggest impact in their OU career. What do you think, Drake? Repeat that question again. Out of this freshman class, uh-huh. who do you think makes the biggest impact? Uh, P.J. Atabar. <laughs> That's yeah. the right answer, yeah. baby. I, I mean, the easiest answer is probably him or Jackson Arnold, right? Yes. No, that is the very easy answer. Look, the recruiting rankings don't always tell the whole story, but what? there's a reason why we continually talk about the two top signees in Oklahoma's class being potentially the most transformative players of the recruiting cycle and of the last several years for Oklahoma, it's because they're freaks in nature. Well, and and also, how often is the easy answer the correct answer as well? uh Uh-huh. A a lot. A lot of the time, right? Tommy Harris was the easy answer, wasn't he? Adrian Peterson was the easy answer. Yeah, yeah. Now, the reason I go P.J. over Jackson Arnold is just because I think if P.J.'s career becomes what I think it's going to be, and he becomes the type of player I believe he's going to be. I think his legacy in Oklahoma, it, it, it feels weird to say this, I think his legacy will stand out more than Jackson Arnold. And I think Jackson Arnold's a guy that's going to be in New York City for a Heisman ceremony one day. But you're used to that at Oklahoma. You're used to stellar quarterback play. What you're not used to is having a freaking terror off the edge. And that's what P.J. Atabare is. I am comfortable asserting right now today, March 1st, 2023, P.J. Atabare will be a first-round NFL draft pick. If I'm wrong, come back, talk all the smack y'all want. But barring injury, barring a situation in which uh, he suffers something debilitating that hobbles him for years to come and enables him never to return to 100%, Barring that kind of development, I don't see any way P.J. Atabare doesn't leave Oklahoma as one of the most decorated defensive players of the decade and perhaps of the 21st century. The kid has freakish tools, Drake. Absolutely freakish. And he's something like... Our national team at 24-7 Sports is doing a whole feature today with the NFL Combine happening this week. They're doing a whole feature on which recruits in the 2023 class could be combine standouts one day. The first guy that they've got on the rundown sheet, Cooper Patagna tweeted it out. First guy on that rundown sheet is P.J. Atabare. Not Nicholas Harbor. P.J. Atabare. That's how freakish that dude is. That's it for the 12 o'clock hour. We're going to talk a lot more spring football on the other side. Steelman and Thune at noon. Parker Thune. Drake Dyken, the Air Comfort Solutions text line is 405-651-3439. Keep those questions coming. We'll get to as many as we can. This is the ref, the home of Sooner fans. Don't go anywhere. 
Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Right here on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. 1400 AM, KREF, Norman, Moore, Oklahoma City, and 99.3 FM, K257DA, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Attention all Sooner fans, don't miss your chance to secure your seats for the 2023 Oklahoma football season today. Season tickets start at $400, and being a season ticket holder is the only way to guarantee the best seats for all six home games. For more information and to purchase tickets, visit Soonersports.com slash commit 23. That's Soonersports.com slash commit 23. Or contact the OU Athletic Ticket Office by phone at 405-325-2424. Boomer Sooner! The world is full of anchors. Meant to keep you in place. But the good news is that it's also full of things that remind you not to let them. So every time you raise a Pacifico, let it be a reminder to live life anchors up. Sooner sideline reporter, Chris Plank. Am I a crazy person? And locked on Sooners, Josh Helmer. That is absurd. That is ridiculous. Are your late morning sports fix with the Plank Show. I see Oklahoma. Can't match the transfers. Oklahoma obviously got a little bit too big for their britches. You know, all, all of these things. Not big, bad Oklahoma that they've been in the past. Then you go into a situation in Palm Springs, and this roster, they heard it, they saw it, they read it, and you know what's the meme with Michael Jordan and the iPad? And they took that personally, and it showed in everything they did this weekend. Listen, UCLA was no joke, and they're not. It's a really good softball team. Oklahoma just absolutely, totally throttled them. I mean, there's really no other way to put it. Chris Plank and Josh Helmer with The Plank Show. Weekday mornings from 9 to noon on the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry. Are you ready for a nice getaway and some great jewelry? Do I have a deal for you? Spend 2023 and Vegas is free. If you prefer, Orlando can be your destination. Spend 2023 and you can choose a two-night trip for two to Vegas or Orlando. That's right, three days and two nights in the four-star hotel of your choice. Don't delay. The memories and the jewelry will last forever, but this offer ends soon. Mitchell's Jewelry, where Oklahoma gets engaged. Tyler McComas here, and if you're like me and you love to bowl, Sooner Bowling Center has made it even easier for you and your family to bowl. Visit SoonerBowl.com and skip the line to make online reservations. You can reserve your lanes, book a group party, or birthday party all by just visiting them online. With great food for the spare time grill, bowling, and the newest patio in town, Sooner Bowling Center is great for the entire family. 550 24th Avenue Northwest or visit SoonerBowl.com. Well, me and Steely are typically the two men talking at this hour. However, as Sugar Shane pointed out, Steely's version of Holiday is staying at home and streaming on Twitch. That is what he's up to today. The two men that you're stuck with on this Wednesday, 
would be myself, Parker Thune, and our revered engineer and jack-of-all-trades, Drake Dockin. Yeah, how about that? Steely takes vacation days, and it's like, okay, yeah, 8.30, 9 a.m. in the morning. I'm just going to stream instead, which, to be fair, he'd normally be here cutting up audio already at that juncture of time. So he'd be working that early anyways. But it's funny to me that, like, oh, yeah, I just – and you understand this, Parker. Sometimes you just kind of need a break from work and everything, and then it's like, oh, but I'm just going to go and do the stream thing. Kind of funny to me, but. Steely, what a character, man. Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651-3439, available to all of you for your spring football questions. Include your names, please, so I can get to know all of you. Gone too long operating, referring to you guys with area codes, random labels. Give me your names. We're all on a first-name basis here. We're all friends on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. The 1 p.m. hour of the show brought to you by the Seth Wadley Auto Group. Exit 72 is where you're going to want to head for an outstanding deal on a new or used vehicle and that great guarantee of oil changes and engines for life on new or used gas or diesel at no additional cost to you when you buy from the Seth Wadley Auto Group. To the text line we go to continue fielding all of your questions. A listener in the 580, one Fred, asks, where will they line Trace Ford up, and do you think he starts? He's going to play the edge. He's going to play defense. He's one of those guys that you can have him put a hand in the dirt or not. But he's very talented, and he's been very productive at times when he's been healthy. Does he start? I can't guarantee that. I don't know who starts right now for Oklahoma on the defensive line. That's one of the biggest mysteries to me about this 2023 roster. Now, I think the one thing that you feel good about with regard to the defensive line, Drake, is that you know whoever wins that job will have won it the hard way, will have won it based on merit, not by virtue of attrition, not because of the lack of a viable alternative, but because they outpaced everybody else that position. There's a ton of depth on the defensive line for Oklahoma. But you don't have any standouts. You don't have any guys you can point to and say, yeah, that dude is absolutely a starter in 2023. Drake, if I asked you who the, who the four starters are on the defensive line, what's your answer? The four starters, I mean, I would probably – I would I, Trace Ford would obviously be there. I would say Ethan Downs is another um, – Probably uh, Sears, and I'm just kind of blanking on a fourth as far as who I would – there's nobody that really stands out to me as far as that fourth position. Who are, who are the four for you? For me – Oh, uh, the the kid from uh, Wake Forest. I'm playing on his name. Rondell Bothroyd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, to me, I think Bothroyd starts. Yeah. I think Ethan Downs starts. I'm still on the Ethan Downs train. I know for whatever reason there are a bunch of people that have hopped off that train. That's still a guy that was second-team All-Big 12 last year. I'm still rolling with Ethan Downs. I am ride or die on the Ethan Downs train. So give me Downs. Give me Rondell Bothroyd. Give me Isaiah Coe. And then, to me, it's R. Mason Thomas that's your fourth starter. He did a lot of good things last year, man. Especially coming in as a June enrollee. 
He was behind the eight ball from the get-go. Nobody really expected him to make the impact that he did in year one. I think R. Mason Thomas starts at edge for Oklahoma. Now, that said, I do think you see a ton of plenty of other guys, i.e. Trace Ford, Reggie Grimes, P.J. Adabare. You want to move to the interior, you'll, you'll see some Jordan Kelly. You'll likely see some Devon Sears. There's going to be a lot of healthy rotation. And that bodes well for Oklahoma defensively because you don't want guys gassed. Oh, you had a lot of dudes that were gassed. Jacob Lacey, another guy on the interior that's going to factor into the conversation, the Notre Dame transfer. But last year, you had 11 starters that played a lot. And specifically, when talking about the linebacker core, you had three guys that played a ton of snaps. And you could tell late in games and late in the season, they were worn out, man. Back to the text line. Ty from Bartlesville asks, how big of a year does Isaiah Coe have and who does he share snaps with? Well, very timely question. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jacob Lacey's going to be in the picture. Devon Sears is certainly going to be in the picture, as is Jordan Kelly. I think Isaiah Coe is the most well-rounded, most talented player of that group. And how big of a year does he have? That's the thing. With defensive tackles, how do you measure that? Yeah. You know, because naturally, that position is not one that yields a ton of sacks, a ton of tackles, Typically, a yes. ton of statistical production. So, also, really... it shows how out of football mode I am right now that I completely forgot about Isaiah Coe. But, yes. You know what, Drake? You got three weeks. You got <laughs> yeah, three right. weeks to get your head right. Got to be bought in. Hey, I'm 212 on, degrees, I'm Drake. On, uh, 212 degrees. I'm focused on two basketball teams and two diamond sports as well right now. So there's a lot uh, rattling around in this brain right now. Jared from the 918 says, does this mean an edge like down slides inside? It sounds like your starting four has three edges. No, what I kind of had in mind was Coe certainly being an interior guy, Bothroyd playing the interior as somebody that is large enough and fast enough to play inside or outside. I have downs on one edge and R. Mason Thomas on the other. There's a ton of versatility on the defensive line for Oklahoma. There's a ton of that Todd Bates and Miguel Chavis are going to be able to do, ways they're going to be able to mix and match from a personnel perspective. Um, <laughs> Las Vegas Sooner says, PT, off subject. When you make your next trip to the 702, I have some exceptional custard shops for you. The Mormons out here love their ice cream. I'll take Travis to the bar. Hey, what is it, November 17th? Is that when we decided that the uh, the ice cream soda party was happening? Ice, ice cream social? Absolutely. It's perfect. We're finding an old school soda fountain in Provo, Utah, the night before the BYU game, and we're all posting up. 405 uh, listener Trey from OKC says, hopefully Kelvin Gilliam factors in there. Yeah, It's hard to gauge what you're going to get from Kelvin Gilliam just because there hasn't been a point over his first two years at OU that he's been fully healthy. So we don't know what a fully healthy Kelvin Gilliam looks like relative to these other guys. Yeah, and I mean, the way that he started the year last year, another guy that you kind of would hope to see in the mix as well is Reggie Grimes. Mm-hmm. Reggie Grimes had an awesome first three or four games, man. Yeah. And then it was, it was like you didn't hear from him the rest of the way. Completely disappeared. But, I mean, 
that was kind of the defensive line production as a whole after the first three games of the season as well. So it wasn't just him, but you could also point to as he was the most productive those first three games and then he disappeared. So maybe it was completely him. So from a listener in the nine one eight, will we see Stogner take handoffs and line up in the backfield as much as Willis? No, that's not really Austin Stogner's game. I don't know if you're gonna see that H back esque role replicated in the Oklahoma offense in 2023 the way that it was in 2022 just because I, I, I don't really see another Braden Willis on the depth chart at tight end. I also see two outstanding running backs in Javante Barnes and Gavin Sawchuk that are both going to be on the field a lot. So in terms of the H-back role that you've had in years past with guys like Dimitri Flowers, Trey Millard even, and more recently the likes of Jeremiah Hall, I, I don't know if you see that type of player in Oklahoma's offense to the degree, to the degree that we've seen it in years past. Uh, from the 972, I do not know this listener's name. Tell me your name. I want to know your name. I want to be on a first-name basis. Looks good for Anton Harrison when Felix Andy D.K. Uzoma is praising him as the best tackle in the draft. Yeah, did you see that this morning? Felix Andy D.K. Ozama, of course, the outstanding Kansas State edge rusher that was the Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he gets up there at the NFL Combine, and he's asked, who's the best offensive tackle you faced to this point in your career? He said, Anton Harrison. That Anton Harrison's the best offensive tackle I've had to go up against. He's got quick feet. He's got good hands. He's outstanding. Yeah. And Anton Harrison helped make him basically as close to a non-factor in that game against Kansas State here in Norman as probably he was the entire season. That's very true. And obviously Kansas State still won that game, but yeah. you're but, exactly right. Felix and UDK Uzama did not do a whole heck of a lot that no. night. Now, that – I think Anton Harrison is a great case study – as far as Bill Biedenboe's ability to develop. Because for whatever reason, there's that segment of the OU fan base that's determined to slander, to slander Bill yeah. Biedenboe. Anton Harrison, look, by no means was he just another guy in Oklahoma's 2020 class. He was a four-star. He was a highly coveted offensive tackle prospect. But I don't know if anybody, if you told them at that point, yeah, this guy is going to be at Oklahoma for three years and then he's going to be in the conversation as a first-round NFL draft pick. I'm not sure if anybody would have bought that. Now, they might acknowledge that there's a chance that that would happen. But the fact that Anton Harrison went three and out at Oklahoma and now he could potentially be one of the first 25, 30 players drafted at the end of April, that speaks to Bill Biedenboe's ability to get the best out of his dudes, whoever those dudes may be, however he acquires them. Well, and also evaluating guys before they get here as well and seeing, having a mind's eye of what it is that those guys could potentially be at some point. A listener in the 918, oh, this is Ty from Bartlesville again, asks, would you be surprised if PJ is listed as a starter before game one? <laughs> no, I wouldn't, man. They're... To me, there are two guys that it, it, it just wouldn't shock me at all. Two true freshmen that it would not shock me at all if they crack the first team 
by opening day, and that would be P.J. Atabare and Makari Vickers. Well, okay. It wouldn't shock you if those are the guys, but it is a little bit surprising just about always for me whenever a true freshman comes in and starts right away. And the reason being for that is because I can remember Tommy Harris was an electric player right off the bus for Oklahoma, quote-unquote, and was not a day-one starter for that defense in 2001. That was an extremely deep 2001 defensive roster, obviously. It's probably Mm -hmm. the best defense that I've seen at OU in my lifetime. Uh, Adrian Peterson was a guy that almost ran for 2,000 yards as a freshman. That was a thing that happened. Was the thing that happened. Was not the day one starter at running back for OU. Kiwan Jones was. Yes. So that's the only reason I say, yes, if either one of those guys end up starting, it won't shock me. But anytime a true freshman comes into a major Power 5 conference team, especially a blue blood like in Oklahoma and starts from day one, that's always going to be a little bit surprising to me. And it, surprising and excited about the possibility of what the kid's capable of as yeah. well. And it hasn't happened that frequently at Oklahoma. Anton Harrison was one of those guys. Anton Harrison was listed as the first team left tackle Yeah. before he ever played a game at the University of Oklahoma. Opening day, OU versus Missouri State. Now, wasn't he a redshirt, though? No, he did he not redshirt. Not? As a true okay. freshman, like for that Missouri State game, in 2020, Anton Harrison didn't play that game because of COVID-19 right. protocols, yes. but he was listed yes. as the first team left tackle at that. Yeah. And it was surprising then, too. Keep the text coming. It's been an awesome day, very interactive day on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. A lot of you chiming in. We're going to keep hitting as many questions as we can and keep answering as many questions as we can. Keep the conversation going regarding OU spring football as we're three weeks away from the Sooners' first practice session of spring 2023. Parker Thune, Drake Dyken here with you. Steelman and Thune at noon on the home of Sooner fans. The ref, don't go anywhere. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. At 405-651-3439. Sooner fans, for a limited time, order a Book It bundle from Pizza Hut and receive a free book for young readers with your order at participating locations. Visit the deals page at PizzaHut.com to build your bundle of two large single-topping pizzas plus an order of breadsticks. Pizza Hut will donate $1 from every purchase to provide access to books and educational resources. Pizza Hut, the official pizza of the Sooners. Oklahoma City Auto Show, March 3rd through 5th at OKC Fairgrounds. Featuring 2023 cars and trucks, ride in electric vehicles on the indoor EV track. See the classic car drive-in theater exhibit and exotic cars. Coffee and cars. Play mini golf benefiting the Genesis Project. Adopt a pet. Buy one, get one free coupons at OnCue. Info at OKCAutoShow.org. The Oklahoma City Auto Show, March 3rd through 5th, Bennett Event Center.
Weight loss surgery is more than a procedure. It's a life-changing experience. At Norman Regional's Journey Clinic, our goal is to empower our patients so they can achieve their fullest potential in health and in life. Our nationally accredited program offers support through every stage of your weight loss journey, giving you all the resources you need along the way. The path to a healthier you isn't one you have to walk alone. Call 405-515-2049 or visit journeyclinic.com to set an appointment and discover if Journey Clinic is right for you. Why are interscholastic sports called the last classroom of the day? Because they teach students important life lessons like teamwork, accountability, and perseverance. School sports are so much more than a game. They're about developing the whole person. That's why they're an essential part of every student's education. Encourage your student to participate in the last classroom of the day. Interscholastic sports in Oklahoma. This message presented by the OSSAA and the Oklahoma Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Diane from Michigan, a disabled senior citizen trying to get by. Henry from Florida, a veteran fighting to make ends meet. Elena from Arizona, a mother struggling to feed her daughter. Hi, I'm Connie Britton, and I support Feeding America because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year, like Diane, Henry, and Elena. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America, 200 food banks strong. For more than 45 years, Balfour of Norman on Campus Corner has been a favorite of Sooner fans everywhere. It's where you will find all the latest Sooner gear for men, women, children, and even your dog. From hats and tees to shorts and socks, they have you covered from head to toe with great brands like Jordan, Nike, Antigua, Champion, Game Day Couture, and many others. Balfour also has everything you need to let your Sooner pride shine with Oklahoma auto and golf accessories, home and garden items, tailgating supplies, and photos of Sooner greats. You can support OU basketball, gymnastics, baseball, softball, or any of our other Sooner teams and dress the part with the great selection at Balfour. Independently owned, Jerry and Libby thank you for your continued support and encourage you to shop local whenever you can, including Oklahoma merchandise from Balfour, or shop online from wherever you are at crimsonproud.com, where you will find everything Sooner. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. It's all OU spring football talk today on Steel Man and Thune at noon. No Steely. I'm Parker Thune, joined by Drake Dykin on the airwaves this afternoon. It's the ref, the home of Sooner fans, and the Air Comfort Solutions text line has been wild this afternoon. 405-651-3439. Questions on questions on questions firing in regarding OU's spring football season that is just three weeks away from opening. Spring football starts on March 22nd. The spring game takes place one month later on April 22nd. Drake, back to the text line we go. What do you want to hit? What haven't we hit yet that you want to hit? 
Uh, here's a good question that I think that hasn't really been answered much. Hasn't been a guy that's been talked about much here recently. Is okay. Bray Walker was somebody that Metro people were pretty excited about going to the University of Oklahoma just because of his size. He was a Moore kid. Um, went to Westmore, I believe it was. That's correct. What's the current status of Bray Walker since he entered the transfer portal? Is he still an OU student just off roster? Is he at another school? Is he just out of university and football life altogether at this point? To the best of my knowledge, he is still an OU student. He is still in the transfer portal, and he has not had any takers, which – I. <laughs> It feels like that's going to be – and every so often you have one of those guys, right? A guy that was a highly coveted five-star recruit that just inexplicably washes out, and there's no clear explanation as to why. Jeremy Calhoun, right? Feels like Bray Walker is going to be the Jeremy Calhoun of his decade at Oklahoma because there's no easy answer as to why it didn't come together for that kid. He was a five-star, one of the top offensive linemen in the entire cycle in 2018. Played at a high level, the highest level that you can play at in the state of Oklahoma as well. Mm-hmm. At 6'8". There were no, I mean, he did the... 6A1, actually. He did the All-American game. He did the camps and the combine. It, it made all the sense in the world that that guy was just going to go down the road to the University of Oklahoma and be a stud. And at the and size, it never happened. the measurables, all of that. Oh, man, did he have the size and the measurables. Yeah. The strength, he certainly had that. Yeah. Word from within the locker room was that guy was one of the strongest players on the entire roster, if not the absolute strongest. And <laughs> it just didn't happen, man. He could not crack the field. He made two starts as a redshirt freshman at offensive guard in 2019. Those were the only two starts he ever made in an OU uniform. Spent five years at Oklahoma within the football program. Never did much of anything. And kind of like we were talking about earlier with Marcus Major, right? Every single spring we would have the conversation, once again, is this the year where it comes together for Bray Walker? When is it going to finally happen for Bray Walker? When's Bray Walker going to put it all together and dominate for Oklahoma in the trenches? And it just Never happened. Oh, Cody on the text line says, personal question for Parker. Parker, do you see yourself staying in the local market here as a radio host for at least five more years? Interesting. I I was not anticipating answering that question, but look, I'm in it for the long haul here. I'm no mule shoe, okay? I don't have any imminent plans to go anywhere else. Y'all are stuck with me, like it or not. From the 405, Bray Walker's problem has always been between the ears, and yet it's hard to say exactly what factored into his lack of significance at Oklahoma in terms of contribution on the football field, but it seemed that the most common explanation was he just didn't have the drive, just didn't have the motivation to be great that some of his peers did in that offensive line room and across the roster at Oklahoma. That's what I'd always heard as well. Mm-hmm. Chris from Edmond says, you keep talking so I can keep driving. Hey, we plan to do just that, Chris. Hang tight with us here. From a listener in the 913, this would be Cole and KC. 
Welcome to the show, Cole. Do you think we see more quarterback run game this year? Felt like when they used DG's legs against Florida State, it opened the rest of the offense up. Now we have more quarterback depth and can afford to run it more. Thoughts, Drake Dykin? I, I, I don't know for sure that they're going to, personally. You know, Jeff Levy hasn't been returning my phone calls on that particular question, so... The jury's still out as far as my personal knowledge of it. But from what everything that Teddy has said, he thinks that there's going to be a lot more quarterback run game that's going to be involved in the uh, offensive game plan going into 2023. And that's that makes all the sense in the world to me because uh, I'm not going to slip up the way that <laughs> uh, Silly did, but JFA uh, <laughs> being on campus definitely gives you a presence of a quarterback that in theory, this offensive staff will have much more uh, confidence in putting into game situations than they obviously did in Davis Bevel last year. Yeah. Oh, here's a question for the 402. Do you think Caden Green will be a guard or tackle? Seems like they'll start him out at guard, then go from there. Man, I love me some Caden Green. He's an awesome kid, comes from an awesome family. I probably have been to his school and been to more of his games than any other prospect I've ever covered. Love the kid, love his family. And I think the plan that OU kind of sold him on was we'll basically try you out at whatever position gives you the easiest and most facile path to playing time. That could be guard, that could be tackle, that could be center. Caden Green can play all three. I anticipate he will start out at guard. I think that is true. Your read on the situation is correct in my eyes. He's going to start at guard, but he's going to have the ability to bounce out to tackle, which is primarily what he played in high school. If that's where they need him, if they have a shortage, if they have an immediate need for somebody to anchor the edge in that sense. But I think the center position is set up pretty well for Oklahoma. You got Andrew Rame right now. I think the hope is that he hands off to Josh Bates in 2024. Who Bates will be a redshirt freshman at that point. Nasty, nasty kid on the interior line. Absolute menace in the trenches. A little bit undersized. That's never deterred him. Best true center in this past recruiting class. And that was consensus. That's not just me talking. That's everybody talking. Kyle from Shawnee. The one thing I'm concerned about going into spring ball is who besides Stoops and Farouk will separate themselves from the pack and be a consistent threat in the passing game. I know who I like. I think a lot of people know who I like. Who do you like, Drake? Um, I mean, there's two guys that come to mind, and I think it's the two guys that most people mention whenever this questions come up. It's Jaden Gibson and it's uh, Nick Anderson. Mm-hmm. So those are the two for me. Yeah, buy, buy your Nick Anderson stock, man. I am very high on Nick Anderson yeah. heading into 2023. And it'll be interesting to see Jaden Gibson if – because you talked about – we talked about earlier how you saw the glimpses of Marcus Major at times. You saw glimpses of Jaden Gibson in that spring game last season. Yep. And – Hey, it, you saw glimpses of Micah Bowens too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But the question being – can he actually have a strong spring like he had last year, build off of that, go into fall camp, 
do the same things, do all the things necessary to step up and be part of the passing game next year. That's that's the thing for me. I, I would love to see both of those guys uh, be integral parts of the passing game. Yeah, and to be, to be honest, Jaden Gibson, much like Bray Walker, I think he's got some stuff to figure out between the ears too. Yeah. And that doesn't mean he's going to be a total non-factor at Oklahoma the way Bray Walker was. But I, I'm more confident in Nick Anderson for two reasons. One, he's a better all-around receiver with a better all-around skill set, I think. Gibson's tall. His game is going up and getting the jump balls. Right, that's kind of <laughs> that's what his calling card is always going to be is his ability to use his size and his catch radius. Shout out Kirk Herbstreet to his advantage. Anderson's a guy that can do everything at the wide receiver position. Six foot three, very underrated speed, and I think injury kept him from having a significantly larger role in the offense in 2023 because or 2022 excuse me because I do think he would have played quite a bit somebody on the text line mentioned it this is another guy I was going to bring up better watch out for DJ Graham he's going to be good good this year now DJ Graham with as well as he can run he may be I think him and Andrell Anthony we had a texter earlier in the show asking who's going to be the deep threat for Oklahoma which is a valid question and I don't know if there is a clear answer but the two guys that I would look at in that regard are two guys that can really, really, really run in DJ Graham and Andrell Anthony. All right, keep those texts rolling. We're going to hit a quick break here when we come back at the bottom of the hour. More of your texts, questions, thoughts regarding OU Spring Football. It's been a really fun day, basically just a Q&A day. I love interacting with all of you. Loved getting to know your names. Some of you, of course, I already knew. Gunny of Stutzman Army. Shannon Newcastle, Jay and Tulsa, the regulars. But met a lot more people on a first-name basis with a lot more people today than I was yesterday. It's been fun. Parker Thune, Drake Dyken here with you on The Ref. The home of Sooner fans, keep it right here and we'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. See your Oklahoma GMC dealers. For the latest recruiting and Sooner news, catch Tyler McComas. Maybe this is it. Maybe we are truly in the home stretch, Parker. And Parker Thune. It doesn't matter what position he plays. Sure. Just get him on campus. Unlocked in. I already dropped my balls, Tyler. You so. did drop your balls. We'll be talking a lot about your balls. Locked in. Weekday afternoons from 2 to 3, right here on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Does your checking account come with respect, gratitude, wisdom? At Armstrong Bank, that's what you can expect. 
For more than a century, we've been serving up exceptional customer service and financial guidance to our customers across Oklahoma and Arkansas. Open a checking account today so we can serve you too. Armstrong Bank. Strength runs in our family. Visit armstrong.bank today. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Amini's biggest President's Day expansion sale is going on now. Save more and get immediate delivery on all stock items, plus 48 months no interest financing with approved credit. Discounts from 30 to 70% off of retail on indoor and outdoor furniture, game room furniture, arcade games, theater seating, and area rugs, plus 60 to 80% off of hand-knotted rugs. Merchandise must be sold on a first-come, first-served basis. Now is the time to beat the 2023 price increases. It's the huge President's Day sale only at Amini's, 525 West Memorial Road, or online at Amini's.com. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Hey, this is Daniel Laughlin, the Energy Efficiency and Solution Specialist at OEC, and we want to give you some tips on ways to make your energy bills more manageable these next few months. First, take advantage of the sun's heat by opening your home's blinds and or curtains during the day. Lower your thermostat a few degrees. You can cut heating costs 4 to 8% for each degree lower. Finally, find and seal leaks around window casings and doors. OEC members can also visit our website to apply for a free home energy audit. Find more tips at okcoop.org. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat, and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. The staff of Primrose stands ready to serve families before and after the passing of a loved one. Call us today so that our staff can share with you how you are able to pre-plan all of your services in advance of a need. This will relieve your family and friends from having to make decisions on the hardest day of their life. Call us today at 405-321-6000. Steel Man and Thune at Noon. Here on the Ref Sports Radio Network, the home of Sooner fans, Parker Thune and Drake Dyken here with you. This hour of the program, of course, brought to you by the Seth Wadley Auto Group. Exit 72 in Paul's Valley is where you're going to want to go to get a phenomenal deal on a new or used vehicle. And of course, Seth Wadley's guarantee of oil changes and engines for life on new or used gas or diesel at no additional cost to you when you purchase from Seth Wadley. Drake, it's been an awesome day of texts. We're just we're just having conversations, casual conversations with the listeners. It's great. Yeah, I love the this. Ref format. Army is in full swing. The Ref Army is repping today. They are showing out from all over the place. 
I, I always look forward to the second segment of the 2 o'clock hour when Tyler McComas gives us the rundown on all of the various national and international locales where the Ref Army is listening from on this particular day. One of the things we will talk about at the top of the 2 o'clock hour is the fact that Michael Hawkins, top Oklahoma quarterback target in the class of 2024, is at TCU today. He is at TCU on this Wednesday. He will be at Oklahoma this coming Saturday. And it seems like we're getting pretty dang close to a decision from the four-star signal caller out of Frisco, Texas. To that end, we got this text about an hour ago from Bo in Murray County. And my apologies for taking so long to get to it, Bo, but we're going to loop back around to it here. Parker, what is the thinking slash wisdom behind silent commitments? Why keep it secret? Well, Bo, there are a number of reasons. First and foremost, the reality is a lot of these kids want to be able to make their announcements on their own timetables. Do it at their school, in front of their friends, do a televised announcement. Maybe they just want to wait to get their commitment edit ready. There's a myriad of reasons why kids wouldn't want to go public with their commitments as soon as they tell the coaching staff. But also at times, it may be a deal where the coaching staff actually instructs the athlete or requests that the athlete not publicly commit until a certain juncture on the calendar because they want to generate some momentum. So, i.e., let me give you a hypothetical example here. Oklahoma's hosting a whole bunch of recruits this weekend. We know this. They're going to have anywhere from 25 to 30 elite prospects in the 2024 class on campus. Let's say that... It goes swimmingly. The Oklahoma staff knocks it out of the park, and five-star defensive lineman Will Nguyenary wants to commit. Michael Hawkins wants to commit. K.J. Daniels, the wide receiver out of Louisiana, he wants to commit. Gosh, who else? Michael Boganowski out of Kansas wants to commit and get the class started on the defensive side of the ball. So you get four guys that all let you know, hey, I want to be a Sooner. You know what would bring the house down, Drake? And this, is, this isn't this is always what happens, but just to provide an example of why a coaching staff might ask a kid to commit on a certain timetable. You know what would bring the house down is if next week you had one kid commit on Monday, the next on Tuesday, the next on Wednesday, the next on Thursday. Then all of a sudden the entire nation is tuned in to what's going on at Oklahoma because there's a surge there. And it's an orchestrated surge. And that momentum is something that you can build off, especially when it comes to peer-to-peer recruiting. So there you go, Bowen Murray County. Hopefully that gives you something of an explanation. Colin Claremore asks, who are your top three cornerbacks going into spring? Well, going into spring, I, I've made it no secret I really, really like Macari Vickers and think he, he could start. Not something I'm counting on, but he could start. I'm hesitant to put a true freshman in the top three going into spring just because he's literally never worn the pads at the collegiate level yet. Not only never played, but never put on the pads. I'm going to go with Woody Washington as your very clear number one, entering his fourth year as a starter at Oklahoma. It's a push for me at number two, and I think you can make a strong case for Gentry Williams over Kendall Dolby or Kendall Dolby over Gentry Williams. What say you, Drake? Yeah, I, I think it's probably one of those two guys. Um, 
So you're officially ruling out Jaden Davis from those top three spots. I just, uh, and I'm not saying I disagree. I'm just, yeah. I'm just having you say it. And I love Jaden Davis, man. Yeah, I love Jaden Davis. He's an awesome dude. He just has awesome never consistently just play in, play out, not even game to game, shown and at OU when given opportunities. Well, and I feel he's very similar to Jordan Kelly in that capacity, right? Consummate Sooners, guys that handle their business on and off the field like true professionals. But at a certain point, and I think we're approaching that point, Oklahoma's going to have a defense that is stockpiled with very talented players at all three levels to the point where if you are just a guy much as Jaden Davis is and much as Jordan Kelly is, there's not much of a window for you to contribute. So again, love Jaden Davis on a personal basis. Absolutely love the dude. But I I don't see it happening for him. One of the things, really, really the only thing that's been consistent about his play over the last three years is that he's consistently been benched midseason for somebody else. It was Woody in 2020 that supplanted him. In 2021, it was Latrell McCutcheon. And in 2022, it was C.J. Colden. He hasn't been able to hold on to a starting job. And you can only have so many chances before you stop getting chances. That's kind of my thinking on the whole Jaden Davis deal. Oklahoma Johnny. Here we go. Hot take time. Name one OU player that has a chance to land on a National Position Award finalist list. Excluding... Dylan Gabriel. Oklahoma Johnny says mine is Stutzman will make a run at the butt kiss. Drake, what do you think? That's a possibility. I'm trying to just think through um, because, I mean, if Michael Turk were still on campus, he would have been the easy pick there, right, for the Ray guy. Um I mean, I guess just because I think that you have a higher ceiling when it comes to just catching the football, uh, the football uh, for Austin Sogner versus Braden Willis. He's somebody that I think could possibly make a run at the Mackey Award. Sutzman is a possibility for the Butkus. I mean, he's he led the Big 12 in tackles last year, right? Am I remembering that correctly? You are remembering that correctly, yes. So, I mean, it's a possibility that with you – saw glimpses of him being great last year, especially towards the end of the season, of him building off of that, having an entire offseason to kind of ingest the things that he did wrong. And Teddy talks about this a lot as far as just reacting as a football player. He talked about it a lot with Kenneth Murray, for instance, just reacting as a linebacker as opposed to having to sit there, think about what it is that you are supposed to be, where you're supposed to be, versus knowing where you are supposed to be reacting to what's happening on the field and going and making a play. And if he's able to make those steps forward, then, yeah, I think Danny Hudson very well could be a guy that is in the mix for a semifinalist or finalist for the Buckus Award and possibly be a name that is very much mentioned when it comes to Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year. I got two answers. They're both probably going to surprise some people. I don't know if they should. Billy Bowman for the Jim Thorpe Award. Okay. Austin Stogner for the Mackey. I just said Stogner for the Mackey. 
You did? Yeah. Did I miss that? Did I overlook yeah. that? I might have been so busy in my yeah. own head formulating my own spiel. No, but I agree with you on Stalker. I mean, it, it, the same reason I said is probably what you're going to say is that what you saw Braden Willis be capable of last year and thinking even more highly of the ceiling of Austin Sogner, I think that he's a guy that could possibly work his way into that. And Webby's offense suits tight ends of his capabilities, yeah. like you've said before. And, man, I think Billy Bowman's going to eat. I think with what he's done his first couple years as a defensive back in Oklahoma, he just continues to get better and better and better yep. and more and more and more comfortable. One of the best individual plays I saw all season from a Sooner oh, came from Billy Bowman play. last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the center field play on Spencer Sanders? Yeah. My goodness, man. Yeah. That was Ed Reed Freaking flawless. Yeah. No, I, I just That's no one of those plays notes. that I could go – yeah, no notes – that's one of those plays that I could go watch a hundred times in a row and not get tired of watching it and not be any less enthralled by that play that he made. A couple more texts here before we hit our final break. Uh, a listener in the 615. Send me your name. I want to know your name. But this listener says, you just said something that scared me. You mentioned Nick Anderson and injury. What kind of injury? It was heartbreaking to see how his big brother Rodney could not stay healthy. Please tell me Nick won't be injury prone. I, and I'm not really one that buys into the whole injury-prone designation, Drake, because I think it's just bad luck more so than anything yeah. else. I don't know that there are guys that are more naturally injury-prone than others, and maybe there are folks out there that know more about human biology than I do that can refute that line of thinking. But to me, Nick Anderson did struggle through a couple of injuries as a freshman, and yes, his big brother Rodney could not stay healthy. While he was at OU. The one year he did stay healthy, though, it's pretty dang special. He rushed for 1,161 yards in 2017. And basically six games. Yeah. As Oklahoma went to the Rose Bowl and came oh so close to playing for a national title. But I I don't think Nick Anderson will be injury prone. And assuming he stays healthy, that's a guy that I think will have a huge role. Well, and Nick Anderson's injuries last year were more of the nagging type of variety last year than they were the very kind of tragic injuries that you saw from Rodney while he was here, right? Yeah. Rodney, man. I mean, because you, his... you're talking about the big injuries that you hate to hear those three letters of ACL mm -hmm. with Rodney. Mm -hmm. I mean, that happened two or three times for him while he was at OU. So. Yeah, I believe it was – was it three? might have been three. But, yeah, Rodney Anderson, one of those guys that I think the what-if factor with him is, you know, when we think back on great Sooners of the 2000s and 2010s, but guys that could have been even greater had they not been held back due to injury, <laughs> Rodney Anderson's one of those guys that could have gone to New York City for a Heisman ceremony at some point if he'd been able to stay healthy. He was that good, and he was that dominant, oh, and it's I, unfortunate. I, could you have imagined that offense in 18 with mm -hmm. a healthy Rodney Anderson and uh, Kyler Murray uh, leading that squad? I mean, it just would have been nasty. Scary it, the the offensive numbers that they put up were incredible already, but with Rodney Anderson, it would have been ridiculous. Scary, scary stuff. All right, we're going to close out Steel Man and Thune at noon. Coming up next here on the Ref Sports Radio Network, Parker Thune, Drake Dyke, and one final segment when we return. 
It is the home of Sooner fans. Stay right here. Stream at home. Shop the latest ref gear. Read the latest issues of Boyd Street or 19th Street Magazine. And listen to the podcast for your favorite ref shows. Just visit the all-new KREF.com website. The big dance is almost here, and you know what that means. Join us Monday, March 13th for the Refs 22nd Annual 68-Team Giveaway. Live at Buffalo Wild Wings, off of 19th Street and more from noon to 7. You want more ways to win this March? Then put your bracket prognostication to the test against the rest of the Ref Army in the Ref Bracket Challenge. Brought to you by Wonderhouse Design and Consign. The Ref, the home of Sooner fans, and your home for the best giveaways this March. Hey, this is Daniel Laughlin, the Energy Efficiency and Solutions Specialist at OEC, and we want to give you some tips on ways to make your energy bills more manageable these next few months. First, take advantage of the sun's heat by opening your home's blinds and or curtains during the day. Lower your thermostat a few degrees. You can cut heating costs 4 to 8% for each degree lower. Finally, find and seal leaks around window casings and doors. OEC members can also visit our website to apply for a free home energy audit. Find more tips at okcoop.org. The new In Motion Clinic in Norman will work with each patient to take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Functional sports medicine physician Amanda Sadler, MD, is committed to spending time with each patient to help them achieve top-level energy, strength, endurance, and performance. She specializes in the treatment of gut health issues, hormonal health, immune system support, joint pain, fatigue, and thyroid dysfunction. To learn more about functional sports medicine or to schedule an appointment, call 405-515-4040. At In Motion, what moves you moves us. Victory Family Church. It's more than just a church. It's truly a family. And as it continues to grow, you can now celebrate with six opportunities every Sunday morning, starting as early as 8.30 a.m. and the final service at 3 p.m. Learn more about service times and everything going on with Pastor Adam and the church at victoryfamily.church. That's victoryfamily.church. Check out our campuses in Newcastle, Chickasha, and Shawnee. Victory Family Church, online at victoryfamily.church. Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind, like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Hi, y'all. This is Monica Paris with the Lions Bank. As part of our mission, we give you the resources you need to fulfill your vision and blaze your trail. Valiance Bank recognizes and salutes our Valiance Bank Trailblazers, a group of exceptional female industry leaders who started businesses and became leaders in their industry. Whether you're undertaking a new business venture, purchasing a home, or simply want more convenience, Valiance Bank is here for you. Visit valiance.bank or give me a call at 405-286-5750. Hi, this is Martina McBride. With online news, social media, and texting available 24-7, the world seems to be spinning faster and faster every day. And it can be overwhelming. Sometimes we just need to unplug and take a break from our electronic devices. It can help reduce stress and allow us to reflect on the things that are really important in our lives. This message brought to you courtesy of the United States Air Force. 
Coach Stoops here for Van Hoos Fence. If you want to work with the best local fence company and get championship service, contact my friend Mark and the Van Hoos Fence team. Van Hoos Fence gives each customer the most professional craftsmanship and competitive pricing in Oklahoma. From wood to chain link to vinyl to metal fences, the Van Hoos Fence team does it all. Contact the Fencing All-Americans at Van Hoos Fence, 405-735-1167 or vhfence.com. When you're high, you feel different. You think different, you talk different, you draw different, you listen to music different, but you probably knew that. Problem is, you also drive different and not in a good way. That's why driving high is illegal everywhere. So if you're high, just don't drive. Make a plan to get a sober ride. Because if you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. We know you have a lot riding on your shoulders. You got mouths to feed, you've got bills to pay, and the last thing you wanted was a car wreck and an insurance claim. But at West Yalagosny, we can help. At your free consultation, we'll put a plan together just for you to get you right back on track. And if you've been injured, we'll help you with your property damage, your car, your bike, your truck, but whatever, absolutely free. So don't wait. Call or text West Yalagosny, 405-800-8080. It's 405-800-8080. West Yalagosny. We're different kind of lawyers. Parker Thune and Drake Dyken taking you home on Steelman and Thune at noon on this Wednesday afternoon. Air Comfort Solutions text line is 405-651-3439 if you got any closing opinions. Dirty Mike has a question, and it's a good one. Who leads this team in sacks next year, Drake? Oh, that is an excellent question. Um... What were Bothroyd's sack numbers last year? He had like eight sacks at Wake. Is that right? He was statistically, and you know they have advanced PFF metrics for everything right. now. But statistically, he was one of the most impactful edge rushers in the yeah. ACC. I, I would say Bothroyd. Uh, I, 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 I You're go with our Mason. Say, no, you're... yeah, our Mason Thomas man. Yeah. That's that's my call. Yeah, because man, I I would love to say PJ too. Because I think he just has an innate ability to get past offensive linemen and get to the quarterback that nobody else on this roster has. But we got to make sure it can translate. And I have every reason to believe that it will translate. But until I see it, I go with our Mason Thomas. I think he leads this team in sacks next year or rather this fall in 2023, and I do think he starts. I think he's a starter on that defensive line for Oklahoma at the edge position, and he's going to have to hold off some dudes, going to have to hold off P.J., going to have to hold off Marcus Stripling as well. But, man, that's a dog right there. R. Mason Thomas, very, very high on him. Last question. Is there still a chance Jacoby Johnson plays wide receiver? Jacoby Johnson's not getting to campus till June, and the the early plan is for him to play defensive back. I just wonder how long that lasts because he's such a good receiver, man. 
And it's not often that I would sit here and say, yeah, this guy legit has the capacity to b- play both ways, and I would rather see him at wide receiver than defensive back because those types of guys, I think it makes more sense generally to play them at defensive back, but I don't think you can pry Jacoby Johnson away from the receiver position with how gifted he is, how natural that position comes to him. All right, that's it for Steelman and Thune at Noon. Drake, thanks for jumping in, man. Always a pleasure. Major pleasure, sir. For Drake Dykin, I'm Parker Thune. That's all for this hour. Don't go anywhere. Tyler McComas and I get you locked in to all things OU recruiting next. It's the ref. For the latest recruiting and Sooner news, catch Tyler McComas and Parker Thune on Locked In. Weekday afternoons from 2 to 3, right here on your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. 1400 AM, KREF, Norman, Moore, Oklahoma City, and 99.3 FM, K257DA. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Ever wonder why someone would wake up at the crack of dawn just for a chance at the unknown? Maybe a better question is, what are you waiting for? Pacifico is brewed for those who follow their own path. That's Living Life Anchors Up. Hey, it's Chris Plank, and when I'm not calling games for the two-time defending national champion OU softball team, you can hear Josh Helmer and myself talk about him weekdays, 9 to noon, on The Plank Show. Plus, be sure to listen and subscribe to the Diamond Envy Podcast. That's the Ref's OU Softball Podcast, hosted by Tyler McComas. Diamond Envy drops twice weekly with great guests and the latest softball information. Diamond Envy is brought to you by Cavens Maintenance Group. Hey Sooners, I'm OU alum James Spann, founder of Boyd Street Ventures. We're a Norman-based...